Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾菜不只是料理的艺术，也是福尔摩沙历史的写照。长年以来，各国统治者在这片土地上所遗留下的文化，都反映在人民的餐桌上。而台湾岛得天独厚的地理环境，也造就了食材上的独特性。这个月，就让我们来谈谈台湾的饮食文化。Taiwan may be a small island. But its variety of culinary art is a reflection of the diverse cultural influences from a host of colonizers over the course of its history. This month, we're going to take a look at the food and ingredients indigenous to Taiwan. And for this week, we're going to discuss Taiwanese food from the bottom up. Let's talk about what are the ingredients that are indigenous and unique to the island, and how they affect the Taiwanese flavor. 这周我们来讨论台湾食材的独特性，而这些食材又如何造就了我们最熟悉的台湾味？我们邀请到的是兴业国际餐饮的餐饮顾问以及餐饮专栏的作者徐仲先生。For this topic, we invite the current food consultant of Xinye Restaurant Group and professional food columnist Professor Xu. 那今天我们来谈一谈台湾的海鲜，好吗？呃，在十六世纪的时候，啊、呃，理论上推论有一艘或数艘船来到台湾，然后回到了葡萄牙。嗯，那在那个时候呢，把台湾的鹅啊带过去，所以后来呢，在学术上命名的时候，葡萄牙那边的鹅啊就是叫葡萄牙牡蛎嘛。嗯，但是现在经过 DNA 比对，发觉它的原处是来自于台湾，所以叫 Formosa。呃、uh, ，sorry， 命名是人家人家喊的， oh. 我们没有权利喊。<笑>但是 DNA 比对确定，因为多数的这个欧美的生蚝都是太平洋牡蛎嘛。嗯、mm-hmm. ，哦，这品种第一点不一样，但品种它不是最大的问题。是台湾养牡蛎的人，我觉得是很了不起，要跟他们致敬啊，因为台湾台风多。嗯、mm-hmm. ，那所以它养殖很不容易啊。Oh, 我们这边好像相对污染环境也高啊、mm-hmm. 哦，所以我们比较少生死。当然，你只要经过检测符合生死，你就可以生死啦。Mm-hmm. 哦，可是我们最重点是我们的台风实在是很频繁啊、哦，所以我们通常半年就采收。Mm-hmm. 那在国外两年、三年、四年是很正常的事情哦，所以很多人说国外鲜好很贵啊，又大。嗯、台湾你想办法养久一点，一样那么大啦。Mm-hmm. 哦，那个是没问题的。所以你在。呃，养的过程中，当你要去知道它的味道差异处，像呃，台湾鹅最极品的，然、哦、就是两年叫过冬鹅嘛，哦，过的冬天过冬鹅，啊、哦，这个是少数哦，那个农家愿意保留下来，又保留到了，啊、哦，这就是极品、嗯嗯嗯。但是我们在吃，其实在吃的是不同海域它的差异，比如说外岛就金门和澎湖啊、哦，那本岛就从南部啊、哦，大概四月底开始啊、哦，第一个产区七股。台南七股大概产到七月就没了嘛。台南七股完了以后，下一个是嘉义东石，然后接下来是云林的台西，接下来是彰化的王宫。那一路由南往北，这是夏季的鹅啊，因为夏季是生产鹅啊。那你会发觉，因为它的这个藻类啊
每一个海域它的藻类不一样，说鹅啊味道多多少少不一样。嗯、那它又会利用这个呃养殖的方式，比如说浮蓬氏就是泡在水里面的，那它长得快嘛，嗯、肥美。但是有的时候它觉得要把鹅啊饿一下，所以就放在草间带。草间带你看那个插根的或者那个垂钓的啊、哦，上草的时候有东西吃，退潮的时候晒阳光，它休眠。那它长得越慢，它口感有时候就越扎实。哦，所以要饿一下是这个原因是是，有的时候是这样，但这也不一定，哦、你要看你要下去怎么调配、哦，也不一定是说饿一下就是肥美度比不过那个浮萍氏、嗯，因为重点是养殖的人对于这个地方它的藻类啊，它的生态怎么去控制，嗯，只要足够好的养养分，好的藻类，那鹅啊就肥美嘛，嗯，那怎么下去控制它？所以这就是很好玩，所以你有时候在比那个金门的石鹅哦，那好像是另外一个品种，但是。它就特别小，特别有味道，那浓缩味道，咻，哎呀，鲜美。所以你不论是做鹅啊煎蛋啊，炸个鹅啊酥啊，这鹅堆啊，理论上鹅啊品种应该是不一样，产地应该不一样，味道是不一样。但我们台湾往往很少人去做细致的分辨，所以就比较少人有这样子的想法。可是只要你问鹅农，他都会告诉你。他们自己吃都知道，你常常常听到农夫或者说啊，这这打一家自己吃的、嗯，他会知道自己吃比较好、嗯。那你说为什么不去卖啊？啊他没那个时间呢、啊嗯，因为大量来收就是大量收了嘛，嗯、他就喊价嘛。嗯嗯嗯嗯，台湾的海鲜啊，其实你要这样讲啊，我觉得很棒的一点是，台湾我们基本上东岸是沿岸，嗯、西岸是沙岸。好，当然沿岸它的海是直接深海直接切下去，西岸还有大陆盆。嗯，所以它的。状态就是不一样，然后你这个海流嘛，好黑潮哦，这样流下来，清潮这样下去，所以物种也就不一样。黑潮对台湾海鲜的影响是什么？当然有啊，带来了一些鱼群啊，那就不一样了。哦，不同时期有不同鱼群，所以你必须说每一个海域都有它的独特性。那基本上台湾，我觉得如果跟国外介绍海鲜，我们就从地理环境来讲。Professor Xu has a lot of good things to say about Taiwan's oyster farmers. It's a tough job, especially as they have to face frequent typhoon attacks. In the West, oysters often grow for two to four years, but farmers here usually harvest every half a year. So what you see on the market are usually much smaller oysters. In rare cases, you'd see two-year oysters, but that's only when farmers are willing to keep them and when there are no typhoons. And they taste superb, by the way. The well-known places of production for oysters include outlying Jingmen and Penghu Islands. In Taiwan proper, oysters in southern Taiwan's Tainan are the first ones to hit the market in April. They're followed by those from Jiayi, Yunlin, and then Zhanghua in central Taiwan throughout summertime. Their tastes do vary due to different species of algae, and the way of cultivating them is different as well. Some choose suspended culture, which involves hanging nets containing oysters from floating rafts. With this method, the oysters are in the seawater all the time and mature very quickly. Other farmers prefer growing their oysters in the intertidal zone. When the tides come in, the oysters get to eat, and when the tide recedes, they go to sleep. It's a slower process, but the flavor will be much better. Farmers know very well the uniqueness of their products, but they have no time to do proper marketing and advertisements. When the buyers come, they just sell them in wholesale without outlining the special features of each batch, which is a shame. 
And this not only goes for oysters, but many other types of seafood as well. Tomorrow, we'll wrap up our monthly topic on Taiwanese food with dishes like curry and mapo tofu. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. <laughs>